Hey everyone, my name is Tiffany Grant and I run the Money Talk with Tiff podcast and blog. I decided to go to FinCon this year because I'm going with a mission and I'm going with a purpose. Honestly, FinCon and Elevate are two of the biggest conferences for what I do and who I am. And so last year I decided not to go to FinCon because of all the controversy, you know, got a refund and everything. But this year, now that um, COVID is kind of a different landscape, we're still having in-person events. And quite frankly, I miss going to in-person events. That is like my lifeblood. I'm a, I'm a super extrovert. And so I'm like, you know what, this year I'm going to go but I'm going with a mission and a purpose. There's some things that I need to accomplish. And I know that FinCon will give me the platform and the avenues to get these things accomplished that I'm trying to do. It's all for the betterment of my audience. And so that's kind of what I have in the back of my head. It's not so much about me and my feelings and this, that, and the other. It's more about how can I better serve my audience? How can I better serve the people that listen to me and rely on me for their financial um, education and support? and motivation, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why I decided personally to go to FinCon this year. And I have no regrets about it. I can't wait until um, the end of September. I already have my plane tickets booked, my tickets for the conference, all of that good stuff. And I can't wait to see and meet a whole bunch of different people um, that are in my industry and do the same things that I did. Because I remember when I attended my first one back in 2019, I had no idea what to expect. <laughs> I had no idea what was gonna happen, how many magical and wonderful connections I was going to make. And so now I know and I have that expectation of what's gonna happen and what I need to bring, who I need to talk to, um, and all of that good stuff. And also the icing on the cake, I have some friends that are speaking. So I want to go and support them as well. So I decided to take me, my feelings, all of that out of my decision making and think what's going to be the best in the best interest of my audience um, and then going to support my friends, meeting new friends, you know. Um, so that's why I decided to go to FinCon this year. Feel free to check out my blog and podcast, moneytalkwitht.com. Some fun stuff over there. And I look forward to seeing you soon. It may surprise many listeners to learn that I have attended six, yes, six FinCon conferences. Beginning in 2012, when I randomly discovered that a money conference attended by my favorite personal finance content creators would be held in Denver two weeks from the time that I discovered it. Real talk, I was so broke. <laughs> like seriously, really broke. But I scrounged together the $100 or so needed to buy the ticket. And I was super excited because it also included meals. Holy shit. I would end up attending Denver, St. Louis, New Orleans, or New Orleans, Charlottesville, Charlottesville, San Diego, and Dallas. FinCons. Each event was even better than the last. Many of the people in the community have become dear friends and have been a true blessing in my life. Typically before FinCon, I work on a blog post that's a little more persuasive. The question that I typically am answering in 
Dee's post is why you should go to FinCon. But this year, I just felt that the community was asking a very different question, which was this. Are you going to FinCon? So I decided to reach out to members of the community who are and who are not attending to hear what was behind their decision. My goal with this episode was to allow my guests to share their thoughts without fear of being talked over, made to feel bad, or not listened to. A couple of things before we get into this episode. I didn't edit their comments except to remove some loud background noises on Rashawn's audio. Emily's audio weirdly got garbled for about 10 seconds in the beginning. It doesn't impact the quality of her statements. And finally, you'll hear the Elevate community referenced by a few of the guests. Elevate Influencer is the community created created by Sandy Smith of Yes, I Am Chief and the Hustle Crew. The goal of the Elevate Influencer community is to elevate, uplift, and encourage people of color who are influencers in the personal finance space. Please note that Elevate Influencer is a separate separate entity from FinCon and is not affiliated with the FinCon conference. I've also included a link to a recent episode where three guests shared their Elevate Influencer experience. I'm a huge fan of the envelope system. It was one of the many systems that I used to help me organize my cash while paying off over $60,000 in debt. The only downside with the envelope system, the possibility of losing your cash. Seriously, I really wish Cube Money had been around back then when I was working on my debt. Cube Money is a digital envelope app that pairs with a Visa debit card. I love it. Your cash is kept in an FDIC insured account. Cube Money is a great way to keep your money organized while you're on the go. And basically, it's the envelope system on steroids. They're actually going to be at the FinCon conference. And the, the Cube Money was voted, I think, the number one or the best fintech app of 2021. So it they're onto something. It's a really cool app, and I would love for you to check it out. Please note that I am affiliate. I may be compensated if you maneuver the link or do things with the link. So just heads up. If you'd like to start a personal finance brand or any other online-focused business and brand, and are looking for tips and information and ideas on how to grow your online business that serves your ideal clientele, is positive, and leads with equity, check out my new project, The Brand Building Lab, where I talk about all things online business building. If you are looking to create a business that leans into your beliefs and you're building that from literally the DNA out, the Brand Building Lab is the place for you. If you're trying to figure out how to design your products, how to attract projects that pay, or how to recognize when it's time to hire help, the Brand Building Lab has you covered. If you're thinking about starting a podcast and attending Podcast Movement next year, definitely check out my review of Podcast Movement 2021. I've included a link in the show notes as well. Hey, Michelle, this is Rishon, also known as the better half of Learn, Hustle, Grow with Rob and Rishon Lee. 
I am so excited about ending FanCon 2021. This will be our third time in attendance and we are absolutely floored by the amount of diversity based on the speakers that we've seen uh, on the agenda thus far. It's amazing. FanCon in and of itself has been a true gift for Rob and I. We felt as though we had found our tribe when we attended the first year in 2018. We had been on our own journey for financial independence for nine years before we discovered that there was an entire conference of personal finance influencers who were focused on sharing the vision, the mission, and the message of what it means to be good with money. Not just be good, but to be good enough with money that it could change your life and the lives of the people around you. It was such a great experience to meet all of the people uh, within the FinCon organization, as well as the Elevate community. We were absolutely surprised to see so many people of color in attendance from 2018, and it seems to only have grown over time, and we hope that it continues to grow. Our goal in attending the conference this year is simply to catch up with everybody. With COVID, we've missed that face-to-face -face connection. Yes, we do our best to connect with everyone via social media, but it's just not the same. Uh, we have seen very few people from, you know, FinCon since uh, 2019, and that year was the year we chose to spend traveling the world. So we were really excited to get back and share that experience and since then have shared everything that we can via Learn, Hustle, Grow in an effort to try to give back some of what we receive just based on, you know, attending sessions, finding new podcasts, meeting YouTubers, meeting bloggers. There is so much work that goes into the content that is produced by personal finance influencers. You know that it's a labor of love. And we do hope that we're making our own contribution in that space. So looking forward to seeing everyone in Austin. We are in Texas, so that is a major win. And uh, we hope to see you there. Thanks, Michelle. My name is Miranda Marquette. And I run a website called MirandaMarkwit.com. I am also one of the co-founders of the Freelance Writer Academy, where we teach uh, freelancers how to take their career to the next level. So we offer beginning to advanced courses for freelancers who are ready to take the next step in their journey. I have been involved in the personal finance space as a content creator since about uh, 2006 or so. And I was a, an attendee at the very first FinCon in 2011 when it was held in Schaumburg, Illinois, just outside of uh, Chicago. I started going to FinCon because I wanted a chance to meet these people that I had been hanging out with online. I wanted to meet them in person. 
Uh, I felt like we had good connections, that we kind of knew each other, and that this would be a good opportunity for me to come face to face with some of the folks who had become some of my very favorite people. So it was really hard last year when all of the conferences kind of went online, when there wasn't a a lot of uh, opportunities to get together and meet folks. In fact, it's been almost two years since I've seen a lot of uh, some people that I consider Uh, my very best friends. So I am so far still planning on attending FinCon in Austin here in 2011. And some of the reasons why I like attending FinCon beyond being able to party and see my friends, which is a huge part of why I go. But one of the things I do like about attending FinCon is the fact that I also get access to potential clients. There is usually a freelance marketplace. Uh, I get a lot of value from the speed networking where you can sit down and see potential potential clients and get to know people. And I also take a lot of potential client meetings. I meet with editors for different publications and we do so for coffee or for breakfast. Uh, And that helps me a lot in terms of establishing relationships that I can then move on to being a better freelance writer and finding more clients for my freelance content. I also find it's useful to go to the expo hall and connect with folks exhibiting in the expo hall. This has not only helped me find new clients, but also interesting new projects uh, that occasionally involve video. Uh, In fact, sometimes uh, former clients have had me record video while attending FinCon because it's been one of the easiest ways to get in front of a video camera in person without having to fly me somewhere. So it's kind of an interesting place to get work done, meet new clients and network. And of course, the networking with new folks that I can collaborate with. One of my longtime collaborators has been Tom Drake. We met in person at FinCon and we've collaborated on many projects over the years. And we are getting ready to launch yet another, well, relaunch a project uh, that kind of fell by the wayside. And so it's a really great way to not only network and find clients, but also find collaborators and partners on various ventures. So it's been a really great way for me to connect with others, kind of get out of the loop of normal life and kind of get unstuck, as it were, because that's the other great thing about FinCon is you have conversations with people that inspire you and kind of move you forward. Uh, I just attended podcast movement in Nashville in the midst of, um, it was just before the Delta variant started really uh, like ramping up. And so that was kind of uh, difficult. I did go, I did take a COVID test before I went to Nashville. I took a rapid test before getting on the plane to Nashville. Uh, while I was in Nashville, I wore my mask, mask most of the times, even at some of the parties. I did take it off for pictures. I did take it off when I was kind of with my pod. I kind of developed a little pod of folks. And so, um, So I did make sure I was kind of wearing my mask around people I didn't know. I was careful about contact with people I didn't know. And I I made a little bit of a pod in Nashville. And then before I left Nashville, I did find a rapid test location for me to take a rapid test before I got on that plane. I was able to get the results back by the time I'd made my connecting flight. And then just for extra measure, before engaging socially upon my return home, I took a second rapid test a couple days after getting back. But I refrained from uh, getting involved with folks in my social circle here where I live in Idaho Falls until after that second rapid test was back. So for me, it's about making sure that I am doing 
uh, what I can to make sure that I'm not the one who's spreading uh, the COVID around. At the same time, I also recognize that there's not a lot I can do about other people. And so the best I can do is be very careful. I am vaccinated. I wear my mask indoors. I have been, once again, taking it around with me so that if I am outdoors and I run into somebody I know, I can put on my mask, especially if I'm not sure that they have been vaccinated. Uh, This is something that I do have to worry about here in Idaho. Uh, Where I live, we have some of the lowest vaccination rates in the country, and we have some of the um, largest incidents of of infection. So, (laughs) So that's the other thing is that Unfortunately, uh, most of the places where I might decide to travel uh, are actually worse than the place I actually live. And that is very frustrating. So as I prepare to go to FinCon, I will likely take some of those same measures. I will get a rapid COVID test before I leave for Austin. I will bring my mask. I will uh, be careful about who I come in contact with and how much time I spend around them. The other thing I did while I was in Nashville is I spent a lot more time in my room than I expected. Uh, just, just because I, I am an introvert and I was struggling with all of like getting back into the peopling and into the kind of the conference mindset. And so I did spend a lot of time in my room and there's a possibility that in FinCon, at FinCon, I might spend a little more time in my room than I have in the past. So these are all kinds of things that I will be working on and trying to decide how to move forward uh, as we go through this. But uh, I am still interested in attending FinCon, I am still planning on going and I am going to do my best to make sure I am not uh, one of the folks spreading COVID further. Um, I will make sure before I come home that I test and I will probably test twice like I did coming back from Nashville and I won't hang out with the people that I normally hang out with until both of those tests are back negative. So, uh, but yeah, I am, I am looking forward to seeing people that I haven't seen in person for a couple of years. I am looking forward to getting unstuck from some of the ruts that I have in my life and my business. And I am looking forward to a little more inspiration, knowledge and networking. So hopefully, uh, I will see you at FinCon. If not, then hopefully you are staying safe and staying well and managing to stay sane. Marcus Garrett here from The Marcus Garrett Show, where we have entertaining conversations with your favorite influencers and entrepreneurs about life after debt. Why am I going to FinCon this year? So I think to explain why I'm going to FinCon in 2021, we have to first start why I went to FinCon in 2016 in San Diego. I heard about FinCon from podcast movement. It was like you had to go, you had to be there, and we went and i remember thinking there is something special here and flash forward five years and a pandemic later why am i going to fincon 2021 i'll share a few stories that have happened in 2021 when i asked or when a friend of mine needed a lawyer for a personal matter to attend to, I reached into the DMs of the LFA group and Sandy Smith was able to help me out. Uh, when I need a spokesperson in 2021 because I got a big contract that I had no idea what to do with and I did not want to fumble the bag, I reached out into the DMs of Tanya Rapley of MyFab Finance and 
Miss Alice of the Budgenista and the Elevate Group and Sandy Smith. And they were all very generous and helped me to secure the bag on that. This year, I've done sales of over 150,000 and I was able to sell 100 courses in August alone, uh, sign up for the online school because of a connection introduced to me by his and her money of Ty and Talat. And so what do all of these names have in common? I met them all in 2016 FinCon. And so when I think about why I'll be going to FinCon in 2021, it's for the community, it's for the network, it's for the relationships. And someone who heard me speak thereafter FinCon told me the key to overnight success is the first 10 years. A quote that I continuously repeat, and I look forward to networking with these people, these amazing individuals for 2021 and beyond. And that's why the Marcus Garrett of The Marcus Garrett Show will be at FinCon 2021. Hi, Michelle. This is Chris Mamula from Can I Retire Yet? Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm just chiming in with the perspective of somebody that is not going to FinCon 21 in Austin. And uh, it's a bummer. I've been to uh, the last uh, three that there have been in 17 in Dallas, 18 in Orlando, and 19 in DC. And uh, they've all been great experiences for me. Uh, they've been pretty instrumental in me going from like a blogger who does this as a hobby to a blogger who... Um, actually has a you know a little side business and I've published a book and I think uh, FinCon's really been instrumental in in all of that and so it's it's a bummer for me not to go um, as much as uh, it's been productive for me to attend FinCons on a um, uh, like I guess a financial and a business level I really the highlight for me is just the social connections um, I really love to go just to go to the parties go to the exhibition hall uh, meet people in the, um, really just in the hallways, just the spontaneous conversations and things that develop that become collaborations. It's been, it's been great. Um, I guess the downside of that is that's really the reason that I'm not going uh, with the pandemic uh, still going on. Uh, you know, you have all these people crowded together. It's so loud. So you almost have to yell to be heard. And um, it just doesn't seem like the place uh, for me to be uh, right now at this point in time. Uh, in particular, I have a young daughter who's only eight and can't be vaccinated. And uh, I just, I kind of struggle with that at this point in time. I, I think, it, you know, this pandemic isn't going anywhere. And eventually um, I think she's going to end up um, getting infected. And I think that's uh, part of it. Uh, but I, I'd prefer that not to be because of me and to keep spreading this around. And uh, more importantly to me, my mom uh, has a serious medical condition and uh, right now, I want to be able to spend time with her, and she's very immunocompromised. So uh, FinCon just doesn't feel like the right thing to do for me. Um, that said, I understand why everybody's going. I wish I could go, and I uh, hope every day that the world uh, gets back to normal by next year, and I will be able to see everybody in California, and I can return to this. But uh, for this year, I will not be attending FinCon, and that's my reason why. My name is Emily Guy Birkin, and I will not be attending FinCon this year. That is, despite the fact that I have been a member of the FinCon community from the very beginning, I've been attending since 2011, and the only other year that I missed was 2013 because of an inconvenient time to be. Uh, there are several reasons why I choose not to FinCon 21. Probably reason to cook in the overall stand of Ronis. I am vaccinated, as is my husband. However, we have two children under the age of 12 who cannot yet be vaccinated. Um, in order to get to Austin from Milwaukee, which is where I make my home, 
I will have to take several uh, flights with layovers uh, because there are no direct flights between Milwaukee and Austin. So that increases the number of people that I would be coming in contact with uh, just to get there and back. In addition, the infection numbers in Texas and in um, Austin in particular are concerning. And uh, I am also somewhat concerned about uh, the attendees of FinCon. Uh, many of the people who I know to be punctilious about their COVID precautions and protections have decided not to go uh, for the same reason, which um, makes me a little worried that uh, there will be a larger percentage of people who attend FinCon who view mask wearing, for example, and um, getting vaccinated as a freedom issue rather than an issue of public safety and health. And so I am concerned about uh, spending time mingling with them and then coming home to my unvaccinated children. So that's, that's my primary concern of why I'm not going this year. I also am somewhat concerned about the major conversation difficult conversation that FinCon as a community had last year in June, June of 2020. Uh, during this large conversation, uh, issues of systemic sexism and racism were brought up and it was made clear that many people uh, from marginalized communities do not feel welcome at FinCon. Uh, I know that I have been somewhat insulated uh, from those issues, uh, in part because of my privilege as a white woman, in part because of my longstanding relationship with the founder of FinCon. Uh, however, though the revelations of last year were shocking, they were not exactly surprising. I had hoped to attend FinCon this year after the community discussion and the uh, conference's promise that it will do what it can um, to make changes to address these issues. Uh, and I'm not expecting perfection, but I'd like to see what those changes are. And it had been my hope to see them in person in 2021 and decide from there if I would continue to attend FinCon or not. Um, obviously, since I'm not going this year, uh, I will have to kind of rely on information from the people who do attend, and I still am reserving judgment on whether or not I will attend in 2022. Um, I have high hopes for what FinCon is able to do to make this change, to recognize things that are, are making people feel unwelcome and address them. Uh, but I am, as I said, reserving judgment before I determine whether or not FinCon uh, will be a place I continue to attend. So those are my reasons for why I will not be there in 2021. And I will uh, make the decision on 2022 based on where we are both uh, kind of globally in terms of the coronavirus and um, more locally in terms of the FinCon community uh, as a whole for next year. Hello there. My name is Jackie Lamb. I'm a freelance personal finance writer, and I have been going to FinCon since 2014. New Orleans is my first FinCon ever. I had no idea such a thing existed. At the time, I was a money blogger and I had a website called Cheapsters, and it was really an amazing experience. I met a lot of great people. I even got my first freelance gig from that conference, 
in a lot of ways, it had kickstarted my career as a freelance writer, particularly writing about money. Um, I'm not going to FinCon this year. Well, I didn't go last year in 2020, uh, partly because of COVID and partly because of some of the um, social political issues and internal issues that were happening uh, within FinCon last year. That was my first year I did not go. I decided not to go this year, although I did buy a ticket a few months ago because of, uh, this is no big surprise, the, the changing climate uh, or the, the Delta variant. We thought things were safe a couple months ago when numbers were going down and then the Delta variant came and, and spread. And as you know, right now, Texas is not in terms of uh, safety and health res- uh, mandates. I believe there's a, a no mask a ban on wearing masks in the state of Texas. Um, It does not feel safe to travel there because of of those kinds of rules in place that there's just no uh, sense of safety, and in my opinion, regard for health because people, there's a ban on mandating masks. That's a big part of it. Another big part of it is is another big reason is because well, going to a conference in a hotel, uh, being in a crowded space uh, with lots of people does not seem like the best idea right now, especially for a couple days. Um, that is not to say I will miss going because I always look forward to seeing old friends, friends I've made throughout the years, money nerd friends, fellow writers, fellow content creators. I'm going to uh, miss traveling to new places and meeting new people who attend the conference. And of course, I will miss aspects like the freelancers marketplace um, and meeting potentially new clients and and catching up with clients I usually only correspond with online throughout the year. Uh, So it is bittersweet. I'm going to be sad not to attend and I'm already getting FOMO seeing uh, my friends talk about meeting up and what they're going to do and all the things they're going to eat and see. Uh, but that being said, I think it is the best decision for me um, not to go to FinCon this year. And if I'm going to go next year, that is remains to be seen. Thank you so much. Once again, my name is Jackie, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to my guests share what they're going to do and how they've been thinking about FinCon 2021. So I'd like to wrap this up with my answer and my thoughts about whether or not I'll be attending FinCon 2021. Yes, I will be attending. And I did want to share that for the past year, I've been a member of FinCon's community advisory panel. It it was a wonderful way for me to participate in the behind the scenes conversations that really shape the community specific to equity and and diversity and representation. It was a really wonderful experience, and I'm so happy that I was a part of that. I will be candid, though, and say that it hasn't always been easy to do something like that during a year when oftentimes I just wanted to detach myself from everything and everyone and run away to a tropical island or go on a mountain retreat. It wasn't a coincidence that you kept hearing about me going to the mountains. I just was like, I need to get away. And so for me to take on that project was a big deal. And I'm really proud of the work that we did. And 
for me, in order to participate in that way, I really focused on ensuring that I was advocating for communities and persons who may not always have a voice in the room or be in the spaces that I might be in for, for whatever reason. I also participated in the speaker selection committees for both FinCon X and FinCon 2021. And I really strongly encourage POC and allied voices to sign up for those behind the scenes transformative roles in the different communities that you belong to in addition to FinCon. So it could be the school board, it could be at work, what have you. Definitely, if you get an opportunity to to see what's behind the scenes, please do sign up for that. Understanding what makes a winning proposal, what proposal, what organizations are looking for, and how content serves their community is a huge transferable skill that can be used elsewhere. So just something to consider. And if that option basically to participate behind the scenes isn't available to you, create new spaces. So yes, I will be attending FinCon 2020 and I do believe that COVID is real and I'm very concerned about the Delta variant, but I'm also going to be candid and say that quite honestly, Colorado has been dealing with a very large influx of Texans coming into the state since COVID started. So basically our mountain towns had the best year that they've ever had across the board because of all the incoming tourism from Texas and other states adjacent to Colorado. And so even though we have a pretty high vaccination rate, especially in the city of Denver and Boulder, I am constantly in contact with Texans, like there's no way around it. So with that in mind, I don't necessarily think that what I'm going to experience in Austin is going to be significantly different than what I'm experiencing here in Denver unfortunately. With that in mind, I'm focusing on being safe. And for this conference, we'll do the following. I'm going to stay in my own room. Usually I'm totally fine with sharing, but I don't want to do that for two reasons. I went to podcast movement and I found that similar to Miranda's comments on needing to have time away, I just needed time away. And so that was just something that caught me off guard because I'm an extrovert actually, but I've definitely changed since COVID started. I will be wearing a mask indoors. I already do that now. So if there's a patio, obviously I'm going to be out on the patio so I don't have to wear a mask. But if I'm inside watching a presentation or participating in something, I don't have a mask. It's just a non-negotiable and it's really not that big a deal. I used to live in Asia as a tiny, as a kid. They've been doing that for years. It's not, it's literally just Americans being weird. (laughs) So it's just not a big deal. When I return home, I will be tested. I did that after I returned from podcast movement. So I will be tested. And in the city of Denver, I can be tested for free. So I will just return to the place that I went to before and have them test me to make sure that I'm okay. Again, I plan on hanging outside as much as possible, patios for the win, and I will be hosting or or running the walk around the lake. I don't know which lake this is, but I will be there and we'll make it happen. And of course, uh, we're going to have a good time. By the way, my goal for the conference is to grow my business and to meet people in person. Everything else is icing on the cake, and I think it's going to be a great time. I did attend Podcast Movement this summer, by the way, as I mentioned before, and I'm glad I did because I wasn't as used to being around people, and I found myself just really getting tired a lot faster than I normally would for an event. Basically, peopling took a lot out of me. 
I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And my goal was to give my guests an opportunity to share their thoughts without judgment, drama, or really being talked over or having to explain themselves. They're doing what's right for them. So I leave you with the final question. Are you going to FinCon? Thank you.